0: Welcome back to Two Pastors and Mike. My name is Corey. And I'm Shanik. And we're glad that you joined us. Please, if you haven't already, I know we say this every single week, we probably sound like a dead record or a beaten horse, whatever you call it. But please leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Share this on your friends. Leave stars and write down your review on Apple Podcasts. Yeah, write a review. Do it. Share it on your podcast, or not on your podcast. I mean, if you do have a podcast, share it on your podcast. But share it on your socials. Text it to a friend. Today we got a fun topic, but before we jump right into it, we got a question of the week. Again, I love giving you these questions without any prep work because I can't wait for your response. <laughs> yeah, let's do it. I follow Clemson football on TikTok, and they asked these players coming out of to practice. They asked them this question: like Who's they?
1: Who's who's asking?
0: Whoever's their Just PR reporters person? Or, oh, okay. No, their PR. It's on their official account. Okay. They have like a sign, and it, it reads this question. Okay, here's okay. the question: Sock, sock, shoe, shoe, or sock, shoe, sock, shoe?
1: Um. Oh. For me, it's always sock, sock, shoe, shoe.
0: Yeah, that's the same for me. So this wasn't as fun as what no. I was hoping it to be. <laughs> but on, you should go check out Clemson Football on TikTok as, as how they answer it. And you have one guy that's like, man, you're a psychopath. If you go sock, shoe, sock, shoe. And the guy that behind him has got this like face, he's like, and then it zooms in on him. He goes, yeah, I'm that guy. <laughs> and I thought it was hilarious. I figured I'd ask you. Yeah. Sock, sock, shoe, shoe. Yeah, if you're listening to us and you do sock, sock shoe, sock, shoe, we don't really understand you. So. Yeah,
1: I, I don't know what it is, but all of these like questions and things that are going viral, like do you enter a car with like head first or your butt first? Like all these things and then yeah. on if you're on one side or the other, they're like, "Oh, if you do it the other way, you're crazy and insane." And then there's always people that do it that way, so there's I don't always. know, it's funny.
0: You're loved, and there's nothing you can do about it.
1: (laughs) So what we got today?
0: Yeah, this topic today is actually from a sermon that you preached in September of 2021. Okay. Week three in our Mosaic series. And there's just been a lot of things that have gone on in our individual lives over the last couple weeks that have kind of prompted us to come back to this sermon. And then next week, we're going to talk a little bit about what we've been going through. Yeah,
1: it's uh, for me, it's been a lot of chaos over the last, I'd say, month. Just dealing with issues here at the church, um, within family, uh, Melanie stepdad passing away. And then my son, Unexpected, Isaac unexpectedly, unexpectedly um, my son, Isaac getting into a car wreck, man, it's just been a lot total his vehicle. Mm-hmm. And so, so just yeah. in this season of like, just chaos, I have to remember that it's just life. And I know we've mentioned it on the podcast before, but on my right forearm, I do have a tattoo and it tells a story And it's a constant reminder for me to have peace in whatever I'm going through. And instead of just us going back and forth, kind of talking about that and the tattoo, I know you brought up, let's just share that sermon. Such a good sermon. uh, From last year. And I know I think it's edited down, um, but I just really hope that it brings some encouragement to you, no matter what you're going through, that you can have peace in whatever storm you're facing right now in your life. Yeah. Check this out here's where we're going to start. If you brought your Bible, go ahead and open up with me to Mark chapter four. It's one of my favorite stories in the gospel. Mark chapter four. We're going to pick it up in verse 35, verse 35. This is what Mark says. And again, this is a one-off message and what God has been speaking to me, not just this past week, based on the message that Julia had last week, but really I've been sitting with this for probably a year. We opened back up after COVID hit. We opened back up the first Sunday in October. So I've been sitting with this ever since last October, but Mark chapter four, verse 35, here's what Mark records. He says this that day when evening came, he said to his disciples, let us go over to the other side. Verse 36, leaving the crowd behind, they took him along just as he was in the boat there were also other boats with him if you like to underline you go ahead and underline that if you got a glowing bible you can highlight that there were other boats with him we'll come back to that verse 37 a furious squall came up right this storm this intense powerful storm came up and the waves broke over the boat so that it was nearly Swamped right? So this is a bad storm waves are crashing over the boat. The boat is almost full of water This is a dire situation, right? It is a storm. They're going through it is a for real serious spot and Here's where we find Jesus and I love this verse 38 Jesus was in the stern sleeping on a cushion He's sleeping a storm that he could potentially drown in, and Jesus is sleeping. The disciples woke him and said, Teacher, don't you care if we drown? Now, a lot of us, when we read stories like this from the gospel, we kind of get on the disciples. We're kind of like, Come on, it's Jesus. Really, Peter? Really, James? Like, this is jesus and you're asking jesus if he cares you know about you know he's about ready to give up his life for you and you're asking him if he if he cares but think about it in their perspective he doesn't know jesus is getting ready to die for him he's only just begun his ministry journey with jesus and here they are and they're in this boat and the the wind's kicking the waves are kicking It's full you know it's going back and forth it's crazy and they say to jesus jesus don't you care Because he was sleeping. Don't you care that we're going to drown? Can't you do something? Can I say to you, we do this all the time. At least I know I do. I get in these seasons where I know I'm supposed to be strong. I know I'm supposed to have faith. I know I'm supposed to have peace. I'm always reminded that he's with me. But still, I'll go through something and my boat still shakes. In the storm, I still freak out. You know like last october we were shut down for seven months and i had people calling me and they were like pastor i know i'm out of the light here camera guy sorry about that pastor i cannot believe that you're shutting down you have no faith pastor i can't believe that the doors of the church aren't open you know this is all just political they're trying to take away our religious freedom and you're doing it you're laying down you're being a pansy you should just step up and open back up the church and i'm like Really? Uh, let me think about that. And then I open up the first Sunday in October and I got people calling me, Pastor, you don't care about people. Are you serious? You say Hill City's all about love, but you open it up. You sure ain't loving your community. And here I'm like, what in the world? And I'm going back and forth and I'm like, Jesus, man, don't you care what I'm going through right now? Are you serious? And then I'll be thinking, I'm like, oh, hold on, hold on, Psalm, Psalm chapter four. Verse eight, and I get in these seasons, right? Psalm chapter four, verse eight, it says this. He says, peace, I will, or could we pull that up real quick? Psalm four, eight, in peace, I will lie down and sleep. Oh, okay, this is crazy. Jesus, I just need some sleep. I just need to lay down here. You are good, Lord. Uh, Make me dwell in safety. Okay, so I left the storm. Now I'm reminded I got peace, and then my phone rings. I'm sorry, your son has uh, been linked to a quarant or COVID case. You're going to have to uh, contact trace. He cannot come to school for the next 10 days. And I'm like, you got to be kidding me. Are you serious right now? What in the world? I work Melanie's at work. Jesus, don't you care? we we, we're drowning over here we got four kids trying to do homeschool through little computers that don't work half the time I got a kindergartner that's got 10 different Google Meets Jesus you have no idea you weren't around when Google Meets were around you have no idea what I'm going through right now I'm just sharing what I went through the last year and so I'm in this and I'm freaking out And I'm like, what are we gonna do? Who's gonna stay home? Am I gonna have to stay home? I mean, I got the more flexible schedule, so I guess I'll put my life on hold and all this stuff. And, uh, it wasn't pretty in the abandoned household several times over the last year. But then I'm in that season. I'm like, okay, hold up, hold up. Matthew 11, my go-to verse, okay, Jesus. And I know this is tying into old covenant system and how they used to have to live following after 323 different commands but I still go to this verse for a lot in life and Jesus says this come to me all you who are weary and burdened and I will give you rest and I'm just like falling into the bed (laughs) like Jesus like I need you I need you in my life I need to rest I need your peace I need to not focus on whatever what I'm going through and I need to realize that you're there for more there for me and I can take a breath and then the next day comes and we get a phone call and one of my good friends my dad's good friend actually first couple that he ever married just called the husband called and said i'm i just lost my wife to covid and so i'm talking to my dad and we're walking through this together and i know this lady and i'm like man this is this this sucks and you're like man jesus don't where are you adding all this like there's so much going around, going on there's so much there's so much death there's so much pain there's so much confusion should I do this should I not do this should I wear my mask should I not wear my mask man people are man I got two good friends actually in the last month one of them was in the hospital for 18 days battling COVID and it's just like I'm there for you but then I can I go to the hospital can I even show up and see you I'm praying for you can I do anything for you and I'm trying to be there but at the same time I'm like Man, I want to show that I care, but man, Jesus, what do I do in this moment? Jesus, where are you in this moment? And I'm rattled, and it's a storm. And it's a bigger storm for them than it is for me, but I'm still feeling it. And so I'm in the boat, and I got this storm going on, and then I try to jump out of the boat, and like, okay, no, Jesus, where are you at? All right, this is what your word says. Hold on, John 14, 27. You say this, Jesus. You say, peace, I leave with you my peace i give you i do not give it as the world gives don't let your heart be troubled and don't be afraid okay maybe i can sit down in that okay i can take a breath and then i'm in this moment and then i'm thinking okay i can go into peace i can get out of the storm but then constantly the storms come And, and I know this is a storm for, for a lot of people that I know they're in the boat and they they just lost their job. The company's downsizing, they're already drowning in bills and in debt. And they're questioning, man, Jesus, where are you in this moment? And I'm walking with them through the season that they're in. And it's this, just this storm that just tosses them back and forth and they're so unstable. And I know I've been there too. And then I got to remind myself, wait, 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 wait. Paul said this second. Thessalonians three sixteen. He says this now may the Lord of peace himself give you peace at all times and in every way, no matter what it is, no matter what storm, no matter what our battle, no matter what chaos, no matter what uncertainty, because that's my biggest issue is the unknown, no matter what that is you give me peace for all times and so what i want to show you today though is that i don't think we were meant to hop back and forth from the boat to the bed from the boat to the bed back and forth back and forth in peace out of peace in peace out of peace i don't think that that was the reminder that jesus wanted to leave us all these times throughout scripture talking about peace comfort and his presence i don't think that that's the reminder just to get us out of the storm so we have peace just to jump right back into it right and i could, i just use these these uh four verses i could have went so many different places right i could have went to philippians 4 be anxious for nothing right in all circumstances give thanks by prayer and petition lift your request to god and may the peace of god that surpasses understanding Guard your hearts and minds in Christ. I could have went to John 16 33. Jesus himself says uh, in this world, you will have trouble. But fear not for I have overcome the world. So what is he trying to preach to us and teach to us all throughout the verses? It's not hopping back and forth. It's this let's go back. Let's go back to the story that we picked up in in Mark chapter four. Remember, Jesus is on the boat. A storm's happening. And he's sleeping the disciples say jesus don't you care that we're gonna drown that we're gonna die don't you care and this is what i got this is the amazing revelation and revelation i will never forget matter of fact i know i'll never forget it because i got it tattooed on my right arm he said this verse 39 jesus he got up rebuked the wind and said to the waves quiet be still then the wind died down and it was completely calm verse 40 he said to his disciples why are you so afraid do you still have no faith luke's version says where is your faith king james version says ye 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 of little faith you know i always thought well, let me just finish out the verse verse 41 they were terrified and asked each other who is this even the wind and waves obeyed him now i always thought that what jesus meant in this moment when he got up from sleeping and he calmed the storm and he looked at his disciples and says where's your faith you have little faith why didn't you do something i always thought that that meant that jesus in that moment was trying to teach them that the disciples should have had the faith himself to calm the storm and you know that'll preach especially you get in some charismatic cir- circles and they start going and they start using that and they're trying to build your faith and hype you and get you all all uh you know emotional and they're talking about how big a faith you can have and you can walk out this door and you could speak to that literal storm and you can calm that hurricane no i'm not saying we shouldn't pray for stuff like that but what i'm saying is I could preach that really well, and that's how I have heard it preached all my life, that the disciples in that moment, the greatest act of faith would have been them having big enough faith to calm the storm on their own. But about two years ago, actually, from a good friend of mine, his name is Bill Vanderbush. He was here for a conference we did here in this building, and he actually said something that I will never forget he he said something incredible and it's a new Revelation that I picked up on and it's kind of what God has been speaking to me in this season that's why I want to share it with you this morning he said the greatest act of faith for the disciples wouldn't have been for them to calm the storm themselves the greatest act of faith in that moment would have been for the disciples to join Jesus taking a nap you see what jesus is trying to teach all throughout scripture especially even this story and what he's trying to model is that instead of going in and out of the boat instead of feeling like you have to get out of the boat and be over here in the bed to have peace jesus is like no why don't you just move the mattress why don't you just go ahead and make your bed in the boat so no matter what happens No matter the storms, no matter the waves, we can lay down and rest in him. Why? It's called trust. It's called faith. Man, we sang about it all morning long. No matter what our circumstances, no matter what our storms are, I promise you, and we go through them every single day, every single week, every single month. Somebody you meet is going through something. I know that. I know you might be going through something. But we don't necessarily always have to be rescued out of the boat to have peace we can have peace in the boat so start making your bed in the boat
0: well we hope you were encouraged from listening to that word from 2021 from shanik i don't know if you heard that at the end but he said make your bed in the boat we don't need to be rescued out of the boat to have peace for we can have peace in the boat we hope that encouraged you we hope you're blessed with that and as always know you're loved and there's nothing you can do about it.